Welcome back to the Emily T. Gale Talks Golf Show here on ESPN Radio, AM 850 in Hilo, AM 790 in Kona. I'm talking with Chick and Dinah Kunitaki, two longtime friends. Uh, ever since I moved to the Big Island over 20 years ago, the Kunitaki family's kind of taken me under their wing. And right now I'm, I've, I'm learning. Well, John has always taught me a lot about coffee. He's always been a big supporter of my show and everything I've done with his Kunitaki uh, Farms coffee. And he restored a mill, and it's been awfully fun to, to watch him over the years, what he did with the mill down at uh, Taki Transportation at an old mill that had actually caved in, and he completely restored it. And now Chick has done the same thing down in their farm. They're third-generation farmers, and and uh, they love the local sports, and they also love, they follow the golf. They're just, you know, sports enthusiasts, and and uh, I just love having the supporters of my life. But I, one of my favorite places in town is Old Kona Airport. When I first came here in 1981, I went to the old airport and fell in love with it. I just loved the localness of it. And, of course, there wasn't a, a lot of things to do down there in those days. But if you haven't been down there in a, in a while, it's just amazing. The soccer fields that were have been created and refurbished as a result of the funds that were raised through the Rotary Club of Kona and their efforts out at the uh, Mitsubishi Electric Championship at Hualalai, formerly MasterCard. They refurbished, refurbished the soccer fields. There's the hockey rink. Uh, Pepsi years ago gave a lot of funds in order to get the hockey rink out there. There's now a skateboard park that is very active. There's the Maka'eo walking jogging path that a lot of organizations, French for Fitness, and so many people are doing such a great job. If you haven't been down there, there's a garden around the Friends for Fitness walking path. There's a beautiful beach. There's a basketball court outdoors. There's basketball in the gymnasium, swimming and everything. And really, the, the inspiration behind the old Kona Airport when the new airport was built was a relative of yours, Mrs. Kunitaki. And what's her first name? Kiono. Kiono. Do you can you talk about Kiona a little bit? How you know she, I know she passed away some time ago, but she was the real spark plug behind a lot of that. I, we don't. I don't know, but she had something to do with it. But Minoru also did. Uh-huh. They were the you know like Minoru was in politics, and I, I we don't know that too much about Minoru that. That would be Minoru Inaba. Yeah, I, we don't know too much about it. Well, it's another train or another a link to the whole Kunitaki yeah, family yeah. and all your yeah. efforts in in the community because that is such a great yeah. park. Do you get down but, there and see it much? Yes, I did. I did when I was about seven years old. I was there at the old Kona Airport. Uh-huh. There was no airport then. Okay. There was no airport. There was nothing. You had to go in from Kailua, American practice, and walk your way all through there. You know, this... When the airport came up, it was in 1948, I think, they built it. Okay. But before then, there was no rules, no nothing. And then so, yeah. the new airport was built when, do you know? I don't when know. this became a park? Yeah, that's that's when they changed over to oh, okay. Holy. Okay, now the old airport area was uh, a beautiful, beautiful place, segment where they had a whole lot of man-made pond there. I've I seen it. And then when they build the airport, they, they just bulldoze everything down. Okay. okay. The Hawaiian home, there, there were a lot of coconut trees there. I could see the stumps. And then, I don't know, maybe, I, I don't know what the place was, but when I seen those artifacts, you know, those things that were built there, it, it was amazing. And then also, the during the winter months, I would see the, um, the ducks from the Illusions Islands and also... Canada, they would come there and bathe like, you know. And 
the as far as the fishes were there, they were abundant, millions and millions of fish. Did you fish a lot as a kid? Yeah, of course. Talk we about all that. Did. Uh-huh. We all went down the beach when we were about 10, 12 years old. We all camped down there. We would just go down there and stay for the weekend with no adults there. And we were only about 10 or 12 years old. Dinah, did you fish too? Yeah. Yeah, yeah we did. Yeah. yeah. We uh, walked the coastline with my dad who uh, threw the fishing net like the old Hawaiians did. Uh-huh. And that was one way of him supporting us with food was reef fish. Wow, and now was that down by... Down by the, the old airport, okay. yes. Okay. There's a big rock in the in the ocean, and we call that the big rock because that rock was really big. <laughs> now it's kind of a little small now. <laughs> is, it, is it small because we're, we're bigger? <laughs> no, I think it's small because of um, nature, uh-huh. <laughs> the ocean pounding really? on the okay. rock. But, you know, it's still, it's, we still call it the big rock. And, and you remember him trailing remember behind him? I him trailing or? behind him, always behind. If we ran in front, we chased the fish away. <laughs> so he always would tell us, come from behind. So. And this was uh, subsistence uh, far, uh, fishing. Oh, you yeah. Bring it back yeah. up. As oh, you he, still do, you do a lot of that, don't he, you? He caught By the way, fish. those avocados you gave me the other day were fantastic. <laughs> <laughs> I've been eating avocado sandwiches all week. Every time I go down to your farm, I yeah. love Well, right here, I was sitting here in diners, and somebody just pulled up and, and handed through the window uh, lots of bib lettuce. <laughs> so talk a little more about the fishing, what, what you remember yeah, well, about we, those days. Well, my dad used to throw the fishing net, and we'd have to, we were called the bag boy or the bag girl. We had to uh, gather the fish together off the net and put it in the bag, and we'd carry it around until we were ready to come home. So we were, like, trailing my dad with, with him catching all the fish. And that's how we sustain our, our protein, was through fishing. And you're, you know, your farm is pretty far down the mountain, right? Yeah. It's, yeah. what would you say, a mile down? Mm-hmm. What half do you think? About you, a half a mile. About a half mile. But, so did you walk that every day coming yeah. up to school? And oh, yeah. There was no mm-hmm. car road like we have now. But it was, I said we, we used a donkey. I just, just used a donkey. <laughs> but you used a donkey in those days? Oh, yeah. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. And were you... Were you uh, was it something that you just knew you had to do? Was that oh, if you came no and choice. went, that's what you did? Was <laughs> you? We had to get up early in the morning and make sure that we don't miss the school bus because it was a long <laughs> ways to walk <laughs> all the way to Konawina. You that's what fifteen miles or uh-huh. so. Yeah, you, you would say that again. You we, would walk we up the bus. Okay, walk up the hill to catch okay. the bus. All right, and if we miss the bus. We had better get to school because my dad's be waiting there for us. Oh wow! Yeah. <laughs> well, one of the, I'm going to reminisce a little bit about how far down that that uh, mm-hmm. road is. Years ago, when I first moved here, my brother Max, we had him come over to do a, something for the uh, charity walk at the time. Yeah, I remember. And at the time, he was dating Bonnie Raitt, and right. Bonnie came over with him, and she had just lost her record contract, and kind of in that stage before she did her song uh, "Nick of Time." And uh, we had a great little concert down at the Kona Lagoon and stuff. And, and John Kunitaki, uh, Chick's brother, and, of course, John, the, the founder of the Kona Marathon, coming up on June 28th. Mark your calendar, Sunday, June 28th. So John took Max and Bonnie, and we all were down there. And I used to go down and hang out at the house anyway. Danny would bring me down, and all your you know family were just couldn't have been more hospitable. And your mom and dad were living at the time. And... Um, we were down there, it was raining, and Max was barefoot, and he had his, his daughter, who was about three or four years old, mm-hmm. in his arms at the time, and not really paying attention, and he stepped on a rake, 
except on the handle of a rake, and the other end of it came up and went right through India's leg. I don't know. Do you, you remember this? I remember that. Oh, my goodness. I remember that. And Everybody remembers that. <laughs> oh, gosh. <Don't> panic. <laughs> and Bonnie Ray remembers it because whenever I see Bonnie, she always talks about that. Because yeah. we were so far down the mountain, and there was no telephone. Yep. And, you know, we had to get up the hill. It was rainy. And, and it seemed like it was about five miles up then. And we had to get to Kona Hospital. And that was their vacation. And Bonnie and Max ended up spending the week in the hospital with with uh, India. But I, I just remember that so well because it was so indicative of the localness of that farm and being down there. And also, <laughs> at the time, that you hadn't really started re-farming again. Because yeah. now you, you've started re-farming. Talk a little bit about that. I mean, how many acres have you got there? And you, you, you just... Please? about 20 acres of coffee uh-huh. and we have a pulper and we pulp our own coffee and dry it, sun dry mostly and also we have uh, uh, machinery that takes out the slime demineralize the machine so we don't ferment it like the old days it goes right to in, repeat the coffee the day, we pulp it and put it on the roof that same hour and uh, we do that over and over again and the the day we pick the coffee is already pulped and on the roof. By evening time, it's on the roof. And then it's all by today, it's solar. We have solar energy down there that we use, and I'm trying to improve it a little bit better, you know. And we've been having it for a few years now, and I have to improve it a little more because I need more energy. But we still we can use it. Hopefully, that I'll be able to complete it this year. And I'm looking at lots of bags of coffee up here at Dinah's next hair salon next to uh, Paul's place. And hello, hello, you can get half pound bags or full pound bags. You know, I love it. You know what? I, I, you had a nice little story on West Hawaii today. They did a nice piece about you recently in the real estate uh, uh, section. And um, I love handing your coffee to to people who are visiting with that story, you know, because it really touches their heart. But more than that, I love it when you put people in the back of the truck and you take them down there. <laughs> people come up and get the coffee because I'd had my friends, remember Fernando, and you put them in the truck and drive them down to the farm. I mean, really, farming is like a sport in itself, isn't it? It to be well, I don't, fit. Yeah, only, only the sweat pop. Yeah, only, only the, the sweat. <laughs> <laughs> But it's it's what uh, well anyway we, we just do it you know it's uh, it's not that hard anymore not like because we don't really have to do it but as a kid when you go you gotta do it whether you like it or not you know that was a sole way of surviving all of us in Kona most of us in Kona anyway and uh, everybody did the same thing you know and. To, to make money to survive, that's what we did. All we had was coffee. We don't have these KTAs and... Places and, to go yeah. work, huh? Which is why a lot of yeah. you left the island to go mm-hmm. do some different kind of work. <clears throat> yeah, so a whole generation was skipped with the coffee, wasn't it? In many I, ways. I, I don't know, but I hope there was more minority numbers around. Yeah. <laughs> 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 We're talking with chicken and Dinah Kunataki, and um, we, all, we all want to remind you that the Kunataki Marathon, UCC Coffee, Kunataki Farms Marathon is coming up in uh, Sunday, June 28th, not, not too far distant. Uh, mark that on your calendars and get out there. Those of you that are out there taking your walks all the time just on that Sunday, 
uh, I really encourage you to participate. They raise a lot of funds for different charities and have raised a lot of money over the years. In fact, I have a real good friend who's a sports writer in Detroit, and I've been hearing from a lot of people in Detroit recently, probably because I put my name up on Facebook or something. But all of a sudden, I was hearing from old journalists in Detroit and everything. And, mm-hmm. and Tom Tom Henderson is his name. He writes for Crane's uh, Detroit Business Magazine now. And he told me about he, how he had been here and come with the group from Leukemia, mm-hmm. uh, the Leukemia group. He was one of the trainers and talked about coming here to the Kona Marathon. I said, well, that's John's race. You remember meeting John? Because, of course, he ran with John in my race in Detroit. So um, how about some last, got some last thoughts that you'd like to, to say to our listeners? Uh, particularly, Hey, Jeannie. Come on and say, come say hello. We're talking about the Kona Marathon. Here's another Kunataki member, his family member. And we're talking about the Kona Marathon coming up on Sunday, June 28th. You'll be there, right? You'll be riding? You'll be walking in the, in the race? I hope so. Okay. <laughs> you, that's, is that an annual thing for you, too? Yes. With the rest of the family? So some last thoughts to our listeners about encouraging them to come down and participate in the run or the walk. Yes, I gave John good advice. I don't go to his marathon, but I give him lots of advice. So go down there and participate <laughs> for your favorite charity. And Dinah, how about yourself? Just come on down and join all of us, and it's all for a good cause. And we're going to catch John for the, the last segment, if I can catch up with him. Yeah. He's, he's a hard guy to track down, yeah. but... Uh, also, he's doing some great running. He still runs, uh, you know, he wins his age groups, and he's, he's still out there training and terrific athlete. And I really can't thank the Kunataki family for all the years of support. And aloha. I love you, Chick. Thank you. And, love and you, too. Dinah and Jeannie and, and Jeff and Helen and Earl and Ernie and who had Danny. I haven't seen Danny in a long time, but always was very supportive when I would do the Ironman. So, Thank you so much, and we're going to take a little break, and we'll be right back.